Cool. Well, I guess we'll we'll figure out what these characters are going to sound like here in a minute. Um, you guys ready to kick it off? Mark is shaking his head no. <laughs> yes, but only in jest. I'm okay. ready. All right. Hello and welcome to Plus One to Gaming. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. I'm Billy. And I'm Mark. And we are picking up with our actual plays with an original campaign written by Billy. Hooray. Um, so as we mentioned in our Zero session, we are changing it up, going to a uh, more of a long-term campaign. Give us a chance to do some more character development, more storytelling, and of course, you know, talk about and apply, or apply all the stuff that we've been talking about for, God, over the past year we've been doing this. So uh, with that, Billy, do you want to take the reins and whisk us off into the fabulous world you've created for us? Sure. I'm going to figure out where exactly to start because it's going to be um, a little tough. I'm so uh, thrilled. Yeah. All right. Um, did have we done our character? Because we talked about our characters. Do we really talk about our do our character introductions in the zero session? I don't think we, I think we did just like, um, you know, I'm going to stick with this character. might do some um, tweaks and changes, but I don't think we actually really dove into the characters themselves. We did not. That deeply, yeah. All right. Well, then I will kind of throw that in to the intro session here, session one. Um, so, set scene. Uh, you find yourself uh, in your appointed adventuring guild party manager, Buckland Argos's office. He has called you in because he has a job for you. Let me get my my uh, Bucky voice going on. Uh, hey, you guys, I got this job I think that you can do. I think it's pretty easy, but I'm not sure about that. Um, I mean, I don't got the best track record here, but uh, uh, I mean, we got... Kind of a weird party here. I mean, we got what, a crow man, a uh, cutie kitty cat, and um, this goblin who thinks he's funny, but I mean, probably stole all my jokes. But uh, why, uh, I mean, are you guys even a good party or not? Like, what do you guys do? Zazzle, do you want to jump in first? The voices are so similar. <laughs> I try to not do gruff at all. I try to do just... <laughs> I, yeah, I tried to do just Italian or like New York. Yeah. So just go a little bit southeast to Jersey. Yeah. Uh, well, like we just met today. So you appointed us together. I don't know if we's a good team or not. And as, insofar as me being a good comic, I'm a pretty good comic, but not when put on the spot. So say something funny then. Well, like I just. I just said, like, it's like the golden rule. You don't, you don't just ask a comic, like, yo, funny man, tell me, make me laugh. Like, I got notes. I got a, a routine I got to do. Maybe, maybe after, after I'll come back and, and we'll, we'll do that. All good art takes practice. So, like, yeah, you, you put me in a group. I got a letter and said, hey, we got a job. Come in. And I'm here with a cat and a big man. And I don't know. I know. I know less than you know, Buck. Well, you see, uh, there wasn't really a place to put any use in the adventuring guild. Um, I mean, you kind of are. 
let's say, like, you know when when you're trying to select, I don't know, like, uh, you're eating dinner, and you you have your cabinet, and it's fully stocked, and then you don't stock it for a while, and then all you're left is all the ingredients that you didn't use in all the other good dinners. Um, so you got, like, a can of, of crushed tomatoes, uh, maybe... I don't know, some like old pasta. Um, actually, that doesn't sound too I was going to say, you just described it good food. I don't, I don't know. That's Am I your tomatoes? Like a can of fantasy corn nuts. Uh, I don't know. But that's kind of what you guys are. You guys are, are this dish that I'm going to try to make using ingredients that nobody else wanted. Um, I, I pride myself on my talent, but uh, I mean, <clears throat> why? Well, how I need to hear what you can do and so that I can effectively manage. Yeah, yeah, I get the metaphor. Um, so I guess let's do introductions because I don't know this cat or this guy and Buck, you and I have met like once or twice. Um, my name is Eisel. I was a, a, like a court jester uh, until relatively recently. Sometimes, you know, you make jokes, people laugh. And then you make jokes and no one laughs and they're all real mad at you because you said something that you didn't know was off limits. Um, so I got, I got beat up pretty bad and kicked out of the court. Um, and now I'm on my ass out in the streets and I got to pay rent. So this is like, you don't really have like unemployment office in this town. They say like, go to the Adventurers Guild and do some dangerous work and they'll pay you. So this is where I am. Um, I'm a bard. So like, I don't really understand how my magic works. It just kind of comes. I I can say like funny stuff to people and their brain gets hurt. And I say like nice things to other people and they feel all strong. Um, I got a good crossbow and I'm not really like frontline kind of guy. So if they try to hit me, I'm going to escape nimbly and shoot them in the ass. But Ooh. I do, I do my best to make you guys feel good and then feel bad. And that's, that's about what I, what I can do. Good to know. Good to know. Um, uh, Mr. Kitty Cat, uh, we got this bet going on here. Um, of Some people say that you was a cat that got turned into a wizard. Some people say that you was a wizard that got turned into a cat. Uh, my money's on you are from a, a dimension where cat wizards is like normal. Um, so can I got 20. I got 20 gold setting on this. So please come on. I'm a, what's your backstory? Yes, well, of course, I am a fabulous feline who needs no introductions. I'm Lord Wizard Claus von Fluffybottom III, Grand Transmorgifier Extraordinaire, and to answer your question directly, I believe it was a little bit of both. You see, I had a master who was a wizard, and he blew himself up. And after he did, the strangest thing happened. I became a magical cat myself. I don't know what happened to him. But I do travel the world trying to become the world's greatest feline transmorgifier that ever was. Interesting, interesting. So what you're telling me is that it's a little bit of both the first two, but not at all what I bet my money on? Precisely. It seems you've been purloined of your precious gold. Uh, well, that that's just, that's just shitty. Uh... Uh, I mean, if, 
I mean, I, I, I've known some powerful wizards. Like, I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but I was one of the founding member of the Red Lances. I mean, so I, I've seen my fair share of battles. But, uh, I mean, some shit happened. I, I, I mean, I'm still technically a founding member of the Red Lancers. They can't take that shit away, and I get some money. Um, so that's nice. But, uh, I mean, the wizards we had there that were really powerful. So I'm assuming that, I mean, that if, if you can do shit as a cat, then your brain and wizard shit has got to be top-notch. Is that that's probably right? Yes. Well, my master spent his entire lifetime mastering transmogrification magics, and I can just do them. So I'll let you read between the lines there. Hmm. And as okay. he says, that little puff of sparks that turn into a sign, little glitter, Lord Wizard claws fades. Press digitation. Good. Good. Okay. So I mean, this party looks a little weird. But, uh, I mean, it's, you know, I got to spin this. It seems like unique and you guys ain't terrible. I've seen worse. Uh, I mean, and then you got this guy. Uh, he, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Umrim and I appear to be very much in trouble. Uh oh. Yeah, you're like the normalist one. You look like you probably are the most capable. Yes, and it's not quite, uh, what I'm used to. <laughs> hey man, why are you dressed as a bird? You look quite tempting. Actually, to begin my first retcon, I'm not dressed as a bird any longer. <laughs> oh, how disappointing. I failed to pick a new token. Well, that's well, on you. <laughs> no, I'm a... <clears throat> if you must know, I'm simply a show which is um, neither of you may be familiar with, human. I thought you were all humans here. Well, I, that, that's a human. I'm a, I'm, I'm a goblin. You all look the same to me. Although, luckily, um, I speak a little goblin, in fact, Zizel. I've oh. spent uh, quite a bit of time in the underground when I was younger. And uh, picked up a few things from the dwarves I resided with, and of course the goblins, both friend and foe, that we came in contact with. I will update your character sheet. Uh, I I found a sweet picture of a show monk. It looks very like a uh, mix of like Avatar with like other things so I'll, I'll put it out and see if you like it like monk oh, like show where he solves crimes yes yeah, like tony shalhoub it's basically tony <laughs> that's cool wait wait so is is the show it is a, a type of human within D D? is that right like a yes it's um we are a race is it pronounced show or spelled show like like a tv show i've only ever seen it written <laughs> way to yeah, stay I've... in character it, it's it's show, and I believe that like in fantasy language, that's like the Asian inspired race. Is it okay? It is well, I, <laughs> does that change what you? Well, want to okay, know? hold up, hold up. It doesn't <laughs> no. change my opinion of the character, but I read somewhere that they had gold hued skin, 
and that's why I was reacting that way. So that might be one of those old things that D&D has been working on recently. <laughs> so I would also like to on the fact that I have a gold hue to my skin. But cool. We could maybe find a race that is actually gold and not 1940s racist gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wanted to and I wanted him to have a bit of um kind of a sheen during his time in the Underdark, which um, both drew people to him and made it hard for him to kind of coexist there because he stood out a lot. Which, you know, I, you know. Yeah. Seemed fitting. Anyways. Yes, uh, show is is the race of, of human. We come in many uh, varieties, all of which are valid and equal in the eyes of the true gods. We, we may be a odd looking group, but um, I've stood out in many of the places I've been. So who knows, perhaps it, it'll give us an advantage, Bucky. That that's good. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, you seem like a capable fighter. Uh, Lord Wizard Claus seems like a capable wizard and uh, uh, Zizal, you seem like a capable goblet. Uh, capable of, I don't know what, but capable of shit, I'm sure. Yeah, I've uh, been accused of worse. I mean, get, you know, it's a, it is not a goblin world out there, so surviving this long, you kind of got to be good at just staying alive. So, you know what? I ain't betting against you. Uh, but, okay. I think but I've I seen can... your betting record so far, so that doesn't really give me a lot of hope. Yeah, uh, I mean, but the the other dimensional cat monster that was like twenty to one. So I mean, yeah. you, you can't you can't pass up them odds. Yeah, you gotta take that. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I can work with this group. Uh, you seem pretty uh capable, especially for doing this. Uh, I mean, this isn't gonna be. Uh, I mean, you, you guys ain't the the alpha squad. Uh, you know, we got Sir Gregor the handsome. The the paladin, he's out there solving shit. And, oh yeah, uh, he's real handsome too. I've seen him once. Yeah, I mean, like those, those names a lot of times are just like marketing, but him, that's that's real. You know, the sexuality is a spectrum, and uh, and I'm comfortable to say that he is an attractive man. But uh, back to my point. Uh, so we actually got a request from the smarter pants at the university. Um, they. I think they need help, like, recovering some files and stuff. I mean, I don't really know. Um, but I'm sure they could tell you more about it. Um, but I, I mean, it seems like your simple go and recover shit, uh, not fight a lot of shit, I would hope. I mean... Sorry, which institute did you say? Oh, the, the university. I don't... There's one of them in this town. I mean, it's not like we have multiple universities. It's the university. Uh, Is that DA space university? Yeah, for dumbass. Now shut up. Uh, well, you see, there's a slight bit of a problem. I've borrowed quite a few books from that library, and I've yet to return them, and I believe I've racked up quite a late fee. Hmm. Uh... Do they, do they know they was barring them with, to, to a cat? Uh, some magical subterfuge might have been involved. 
Okay, well, as long as you keep acting like a cat, I would assume that they will see wizard claws and they may think that it was another wizard claws. Uh, I don't know. It's, that's for you to solve. But, uh, I mean, you're going to have to go there. But, uh, I don't know. Figure that shit out. That should be the... Of all the things that I'm going to ask you to do here in the future, this should be the easiest one. Um, but, uh, yeah. Hi. Uh, did you guys know how to get to the university? I've been there once or twice or thrice. Yeah, it's like, it's a big building on the other side of town. Like, that's... Yeah. And like you said, it's the only one. It's the it only is. one. It is the only one. Um, yeah, so um, so this this lady who specifically asked you, her name is Celeste Holstrom. Um, I don't know much about her, um, but she is the head of the interplanar department. So I guess she's talking about dimensions and planes and stuff. Um, but I... I asked her, and she said it was on this plane. But this is good, because I don't think you're ready for other planar travel yet. I mean... I do charge extra for interplanar jobs. Yeah, I mean, and that would increase my cut. So if it turns out to be, you have to go over there. That'd be nice for me, but probably bad for you, because I don't know. You guys are... I'm confident, but not that confident. I mean, let's be honest here. What Um, does she ask of us? I don't know. You're going to have to go ask her. She just wants some... Some files and papers that she lost, I think. No bother. Well, and a, a visit to the university is always a chance to grow. Scavenger hunt. Delightful. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I guess finding files is a, is better than begging on the street. I've That's certainly good. done worse. Yeah. I've, yeah. So we good, Buck? Like, what's our... What's our Do we talk payment with her? Are we talking with you? I mean, I... I... I I get a cut of what you make, so you... Yeah, but I gotta negotiate my own finder's fee, like what... Well, I ain't done this before, I don't know, I don't know the, yeah, the rigmarole. I get a standard 10% of what you make, uh, so you can go talk to her. I mean, I know what I would charge for doing something like this, um, but, I mean, it depends on how valuable that thing is that she wants and how much she's willing to spend if you get my drift. Yeah, okay. And is that a lump sum, or is that for a ten percent from each of us? Oh, I, well, I do believe that ten percent of the total, and then ten percent of each of yous. I'm not the best at math. I didn't go to the university, but I'm pretty sure if you added it all up and you took ten percent, or then we took ten percent of each of you, that's the same. Well, I'm a cat, so I don't do math. I do alchemy. Oh, great! I'll be the accountant as well. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I was confused, but I think he's right. Yeah, okay, we'll just, how about you take all the money, you put it into a big pile, I will take 10% of that pile, and then you distribute said pile however you want. Are we talking pre or post expenses? Oh, good question. Oh, yes, and also per diem? Isn't per diem involved as well? I don't know what that language is, but it sounds good. Um, No, you are what we call um, freelancers, Um, so... All of that stuff is covered in your cut. Um, I get 10% of, of, of gross. So, Does this attribute I, for findings contained within other planes or dimensions? I mean... I think he said that would be 
yeah. scenario and, and extra. It, it would be. I mean, I would charge extra, and then we also would charge extra. You know, we we do have agreements with other planner travel because you know that's not expected to be under you. I mean, you guys. I mean, we don't cover healthcare. We don't have dental. I mean, that shit's all on you. Uh, we just you do the work. And you give us ten percent for managing and finding uh, everything else. What you do need to do, what you what tools you need, that's on you. Fair enough. I'm starting to wonder why we need this Buckland in our repertoire, anyways. It seems like we're just giving him money. Yeah, it's the way of the world. Ah, oh, so welcome, it is. Welcome to the human world, cat. They always just try to take what they can take. It seems that way, doesn't it? Well, shall we head over to the university? Yes. Yeah. My I'll, voice is hard to do, so I have to take a drink after every saying, so don't make me talk twice in a row. That must make a whole set incredibly difficult. <laughs> Gives you time to think of the next joke, and it lets the last punchline land when you just take a sip. So, it works. Eldo hops up on Zizel's shoulder because he doesn't feel like walking. Traveling from the Adventurers Guild to the university, which are on the same tier of the city. Uh, didn't take you very much, uh, very long at all. Um, and you, you you easily navigate to uh, Celeste's office. Uh, Celeste, as you see, is a, um, a, a tiefling, a, a middle-aged tiefling woman. Um, you don't know much about tieflings, so you don't know if she's 40 or 140. Um, but, you know, middle-aged and kind of aloof um as you enter her office you see a, a desk overflowing with books and scrolls uh a middle-aged but attractive tiefling sits behind the desk she seems to be simultaneously reading multiple items switching between them at random uh, she does not really notice you enter <clears throat> um excuse me madam Polstrom. oh 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 you must be the hirelings i requested to get my notes these notes are very crucial to my research into the strengthening of portal bindings. Ah, Dorgan Greystock was the previous head of the interplanar department, and one of his research notebooks is missing from the files I inherited. I, I, I just don't know where it could be. It is referenced as, and you may want to write this down, binding in two-way portal travel using non-perishable reagents. Well, you're gonna have to go slower than that. I'm I got thumbs, so I beat the cat on writing. Um so hang on a sec. I write slower than that. What is it again? Binding in two-way portal travel using non-perishable reagents. Yes, uh, we are those people. Bucky sent us from the Adventures Guild to solve your problem for you. I believe um, tracking down some lost documents might not be difficult if you have an idea of perhaps where they were last seen. Oh, I, 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 I have a, an idea of where they could be. I mean, they are technically university property because they were developed using university staff and use of university funding and university equipment. Um, but... Um, Dorgan Greystock likely just took them home with him, not realizing, or realizing, but not caring, um, who they belong to. Um, 
when you know when he left it was a little rushed um so i, I would assume if you go find him and ask for them back it, it hopefully he'll give them back with no issue rushed is he's some sort of disgruntled employee why why did he leave in a rush and take university property with him um that's I don't think that's relevant to the investigation at a whole. Um, not something mm. we don't like to 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 spread university uh, gossip. Uh, so that's a hard yes, then. You see, if I'm to get these documents, I'd like to know if it's a hostile person or just a friendly conversation. I can assure you, either is okay. As you can see, we are quite the capable threesome and could handle it, but would like to know what to expect. Lord Wizard calls sneezes. Bless you. Oh, bless you. Um, when he uh, says we're capable. Um, I, do, you, do you think that it would be relevant? Like, yeah, yeah, we need to know, like, a lot of stuff like i mean is is the difference between hunting and going to the tavern relevant to your dinner um i uh, uh hunting metaphors are not really my uh, my forte um but i uh why don't you give me a uh, a check i don't know i would just say maybe a diplomacy check or a persuasion check. Ooh, I got the first check. This feels great. Ooh. I have a zero skill and persuasion. <laughs> so what an appropriate first check. Well, Zizel was kind of helping there too a little bit, but that was a good roll. 17. So I'll just shut my mouth. Okay. Uh, with the 17, uh, you, you can see that she's still holding back a little bit. Um, but she explains, uh, I mean, you see, he, he was involved in an unfortunate incident at the university and, uh, and we do have to let him go, um, just you know, to, to cover, um, you know, the respect and dignity of the university since we had no part in it. He did it as a university staff, but, uh, what he did was, you know, beyond what we had asked or what his duties and roles uh, as university chairman was. Um, so um, I don't think he's bitter about it. I think he understood why we had to let him go. Um, and I, I hope I hope he doesn't hold any grudges. He was, he was a very smart man, just uh, not the wisest, if you know what I mean. Understood. As, so long as we're not going into some thieves' den who's come in and stole your property away. Or some kind of organized crime, I think. Uh, we should be able to handle a single man, don't you think? Fellas and felines? Yeah, just, just one guy probably works. I mean, like, but the problem with kleptomatics is that they always take things literally. Oh. No, that one, I'll, I'll strike it. I'd put that in the maybe page of your notebook. Well, it might need a setup, but it, it, we'll work on it. She sighs heavily when she's looking at you and rolls her eyes slightly. Um, 
let let me look through my files. Uh, and you see her digging through the bottom drawer of one of her desks. And, and, and she looks through the files and, and digs for a little bit. And, and she finds a piece of paper with his name on it. Oh, of, of course. Um, the information we have when we needed to send him missives, uh, it shows that his, uh, his house, um, Greystock Manor, as it is called, um, is located within the Ardak Forest, um, which is off the Western King's Road. Um, I, I believe it's near Ormston. Um, I am not a, a keen geographer, but I, I do believe he mentioned Ormston from time to time. Um, hopefully someone knows more than that. Yeah, did he have an office or a study here at the university, perhaps, that we could peruse for some clues in our investigation? Uh, yes, he does. Uh, I could show you it uh, right now because I'm in it. Um, as, I, as I described, I took over for him. Uh, when he was released of his duties, he was the previous, um, the the chairperson, the the head of the interplanar department, um, which is what I now, you know, I I chair this department now, um, and I have I have gone through all of the files and uh, many of the ones that pertained to him were missing, um, the ones that he had specifically for him were gone, but also this file, which is not specifically to him, it's it's more of just a general knowledge. Um, Yes. So that's why it's surprising that it, it is gone. And how long ago did this transition take place? Oh, um, how embarrassing. It's, it's been, I believe, over 10 years. Um, it's, it's been quite a while. I mean, time... I, I, just, I didn't find the time or the need to continue his studies on this particular topic until right now. And how careless of me to not um, do a full inventory of all files when I took over the position. But I had put trust in him, and uh, I believe that trust was not misplaced, but, you know, how the erroneous uh, file management is uh, something that is not infrequent here uh, at the university. Yes, well, we're looking for a proverbial needle in a haystack. What do you what do you propose a, a respectable payment for this errand would be? Oh, to um, to go to his house, get the paper, and return. Um, I can't imagine that's worth more than. Um, I mean, what what I think it's worth and what the university thinks it's worth, it two different things. But uh, I believe the university is willing to offer. Uh, uh, 150 gold pieces. Sassel, how much, is that a lot of money in your human currency? Well, no, not really. It, I mean, it kind of depends, like, but for three people, no. Right? I don't, it's, I don't, economics is hard. I failed math so many times I can't count. I don't have quite a lot of need for money, so I don't... Still learning. Yeah, we're gonna have to buy you some stuff, though, like kitty food and... Like one of those trees with carpet on it that you could sleep on. Mm. So you need money, you just don't know. I usually yes, just well. conjure or take anything I want, but... This concept of money is... New, but I like it. We will accept your offer of... 150 gold pieces. 
Oh, how how gracious of of you. Uh, yeah, uh, with maybe like a a little addendum to that contract. Like if we run into any specific troubles or this goes kind of off piste, we may need to to renegotiate when we get back. Ah, hazard duty pay. Yeah, incidentals, you know, stuff happens. Magical reagents are used. Uh, she thinks for a second. Um, why don't you give a persuasion check, Zizel? Wheeling and dealing. I think I closed my thing. Hang on. Keep it open. I'm. It gets in the way of stuff. Keep it open in a new window. It gets in the way of my list of one-liner jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, people. Behind the screen. Yeah. Oh, I have it up somewhere because I clicked it and it didn't come up. Eric's got like a thrift store joke book from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it's not far off. Oh, I wonder if you have... Do you still have George Carlin's book? Napalm and Silly Putty? That's probably filled with a bunch of good ones. Probably. Love that book. I can't get it to... Oh, there it goes. Um, all right, what did we say? Persuasion? Yeah. If that's what you want, if there's another thing that's you think... Okay. That's uh -oh. a biff. Wait a minute, I got stuff, though. You do got stuff, but that's a one. That's a technically a one, I think. Is it okay? Well, that's right. yeah. One plus six. Plus six is good. But I was gonna. <laughs> I should have a lot of plus. Um. Yeah, and I don't think my like luck stone's gonna help because it'll just add another one. Oh, you got a luck stone? Cool. Yeah, I got a luck stone. It's good. I'm trying to roll uh, out here. No. Uh, look at your sing silver tongued uh, feet. Thank you, Billy, for knowing my character more than me. Silver Tongue, you are the master of saying the right thing at the right time. When you make a charisma persuasion or charisma deception check, you can treat a d20 roll of 9 or lower as a 10. So, that's a 16. What now? That's I think awesome. it's just, is it an automatic 10 or do you add 10? It's an automatic 10. So, it's basically the I, early version of, like, a reliable talent. Ah. Yes. This is why I picked this uh, college. Which um, college is it? Eloquence. Ah. Um, it fits right in with, with this character. And I don't think it existed when we played last time, so I was really yeah. excited about it. What's it no, from? The, the thing, is it Tasha? I actually think it's from the Strixhaven. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. Cool. It's cool to see a new, uh, new subclass in, in the yeah. mix. Um, no, source Tasha's. You're right, Bill. Still, that didn't exist when we were out. I when we played it, last time, it yeah. absolutely did not. Yeah, this has been four years or so. Yeah, I think it's been a while. Definitely um, pre-COVID. So, what this thing does is anything less than a nine, it will treat as a ten, but I get my additions after that. So it's not a flat ten. Oh, so it, it is powerful, and you get powerful. it at level three. Wowzers. Yes, so that yeah. would be a 16. Yes, so you, um, using your your sharp wit um, and a little bit of more uh, of your, uh, your fast-talking, uh, freewheeling that you are used to, she is not used to that. Like, as being as smart as she is, um, you know, she's not quick-witted as you are, uh, and she ponders for a second and 
you see her start to nod. I think I s- that seems to be reasonable. Um, I, I, I could imagine that you have to make some assumptions to do this. Um, and if those assumptions turn out to be incorrect, uh, recompense should be uh, awarded, I would say. Yes. Um, so, yes, when you, when you get it back, uh, if you tell me the tales, um, we shall see if renegotiation is applicable. Perfect. Yeah, we'll keep a ledger. We'll we'll do our due diligence. Thank you. So, no problem. Zaisel, you must teach me how do you tell people to do things and they do it just as you say. I love it. You just talk real fast and make some jokes and then you'd, you'd be surprised. Yes, yes, this is good. I will learn. So we we get here, like we got we got a an address and a thing. Anybody got any other, like, any questions? Yeah, well, we have a general location, but uh, is there a way to determine his address? Does the university keep such records on employees, even former employees? I believe she gave it to us, if I remember. She gave us the address, but, like, Oh, okay. Right. Yes, it's on the way to the town that he mentioned. Oh, yeah. That we'll go to next. We'll go to that town. It's near Elmston. I mean, we don't. Um, outside of the city, you know, yeah, here in, in the city, we have, you know, very reliable. Um, um, we got like street signs. And... Yes, we have, we have a system ah, for, for parcel it's delivery. A, it's a um, remote location. Yeah. So, so. I mean, uh, addresses are not really a thing outside of the city or, or major cities. Um, it's more of, um, you know, couriers and, and places they. They uh, are paid well because they can navigate and find things through um, through information gathering that I just am not aware of. So I hopefully you can. I mean, <clears throat> I would assume a few places need to know where they are, such as, um, you know, go- other governmental offices, uh, uh, you know, for taxation and things like that. Um, but that probably Ormston would, the locals would be more likely than anyone else to know where it is. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of born and raised in the city. I don't, I've never really left, but Umston's not, Umston's not too far from here, right? I hear people talk about it. No, it's it's not far at all. I mean, it's a less than a day's, uh, well, you, I, I can't believe you have mounts or horses, do you? Nah, and a lot of us got short legs too, so you gotta, you gotta add some, some, a different equation to that travel time yeah so it's probably a full day's walk um you know on foot uh you know it's half half a day's ride on uh on horseback and of course for anyone of 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 my you know renowned talents it's a mere instantaneous teleportation she smirks and smiles um and she looks at lord wizzleclaw she goes someday maybe you as well no, don't count me out, my dear human woman. I have quite a few tricks up my sleeves. Oh, I, I, I do not doubt at all. Um, but uh, if there's anything else needing for me, I mean, I, I, I told you all that I know. I'm, I'm, if, if, if I knew all of this stuff, I would simply walk down there and find it myself. But I'm far too busy here at the university. Um, but uh, if, if you have any questions, please find someone else to ask them. I, yeah, yeah, no problem. Is that so? In this picture, there's a wheel of cheese. Is that wheel of cheese real? Is that a wheel, wheel of cheese? 
in the middle. Is that, can I have a so what I'm asking is can I ha can I please have a slice of that cheese, just for the road? Oh, um, that's that's more for visiting dignitaries and other um, erudites, and you know, but I I can give you a slice. I think it's just a small one. I don't need a dignitary size slice, but I appreciate you. Thank you. Sure. So I she... take a small slice and leave okay. before she can change her mind. <laughs> Lumen just flips a coin over his shoulder as they walk out. You don't gotta, that was a, you don't gotta pay for my cheese. Free cheese, right. the best cheese. It's free. If you ask nicely, people give you stuff. All right, so you, you should have changed to the map. You are now. Um, Ooh. That might be zoomed in too close. You are zoomed in way too close. This is a oh, there it is. <laughs> it's like I'm just wow. seeing grid. We've got like a whole. Uh, <laughs> CAD layout here yeah. on the map. This is awesome. This is the city. Yeah, this is the overarching not just city map, but this is the regional map uh, that goes all the way to Ormston, if you see it in the, the top right, the northeast corner. Cool. Before we head out, uh, L-Dub's going to purchase some confectionaries on the bakery on the way out. Bag of treats. Sounds good. To um, his new minions. I don't know if you need to keep track of that in your gold. Uh... I'm surely not going to. I would also already track this, but I'd, while in town, like to pick up a few things. A potion of greater healing, potion of speed, potion of poison. If those are not things that would be difficult to come by. Well, what are you guys, what are no. you guys doing? I'm just going to go. Absolutely not. So the city, you... You can find absolutely anything that's, you know, within regional. Just uh, like wondrous items are the only thing that you probably have a hard time finding. Um, In that but, case, also a potion of heroism. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a spell of heroism. I don't know if those are the same. They are. You yes. might wanna, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Save I mean, me heroism is great to spread around. It's good to have a lot of heroes. Yeah, but you get hooked on that heroism pretty quick. I've seen some guys. It's bad for you after a while. So you chase that dragon, is what they say. And not I've heard. It's a metaphorical dragon. Not but... the chromatic ones. Yeah. These are I have more a few uh, few supplies left over that I've carried with me quite some time, but if any of you should need any of these, be sure to give a shout. Yeah, I'll have to look up what they do. I've never been a potion guy. And uh, I only have 75 gold left and don't suppose that would be enough to rent a cart or horse and then you ask Billy to do a lot of <laughs> calculations otherwise Zizel you'll uh, perhaps have to lead us out of town yeah it's pretty I mean it's well to walk there's only like two roads yeah so in general like the carts and taxis and stuff they don't really leave the city proper that far so it's like while it's not that far distance wise it's not like think about the uber driver won't want to go all the way out there because he has to drive back before he gets a second fare so yeah i mean if you can do it but it's going to cost way more than you then it's probably its fair share sure, uh, charge my gold then yeah i mean i'm not going to say you can't do it but it's going to be very expensive 
to hire somebody who is going to take you crazy kooks uh, along the road to go to Ormston. It is, um, yeah, it's just not. Then that concludes my shopping. So on our way to Tungsten, then. Orm, Orm, what? It's Orm. I've only heard. I've only read it. People don't really talk about it. And I don't Ormston. 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 Oh, Ormston. Ormston. What's the one out farther? Along the Western King's Road. We're going east along the Western King's Road. There's a circuit breaker in the middle of this road. I see that. That's your... Is that a switchback? Is the gray the road? Or... All right, so you're going to the East yes, Gate Road. the gray thing under your feet, Zizel. Yeah, so oh, that's the road. The East Gate... I labeled them so you could find the East Gate Road and the Western King's Road, which is the roads you will take. Why are they green? Everything's so bright. The green is the for the a forest. So that's the Ardak Forest that she was talking about. Ah. So right outside of the city are you know clearings for pastures and farms, um, set up in um, five acre increments because just you know in a grid because it's a yeah. well well managed city. Uh, but as soon as you get outside of like the the for agricultural area, you get into the forest. Um, so. If you, is everybody done shopping and got everything you need? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've right. got my little cheese wedge. Yeah, just put it on your character sheet so you keep track of. Like, uh, if you go to the inf if you go to the I panel when your character sheet is open and you type in like potion of heroism, uh, you just drag it into your character sheet and it'll give you. Wait that a minute, up. what I panel? What are you talking about? Okay, up at the top, you see there's chat. There's one that says I. Oh, I was looking at my character sheet. Yeah, it's the it should say D and D fifth edition. If you type in something there, anything you buy or get, it should be there. And if it's not, just let me know and I'll make it. But uh, you just drag it onto your character sheet and it gives you that item. Thanks, Me, there's point. no result for cheese wedge. No, I so I just added stuff like that manually on my character sheets item. I just put like yeah. plus. I'm not worried about it at the bottom. Bag of treats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to find bag of treat and cake. Yeah, uh, but you will find. Potion of heroism and healing potions, I believe. Yeah, stuff that's in the books. Correct. That's cool. All right, so we are at the gate. What do we? Uh... Yeah. So um, you you leave the city through the eastern gate, um, and you travel east out of the city along the East Gate Road, um, which merges with the Western Kings Road yeah, in the Ardak Forest. Um, the main road follows the coast, which is the Western Kings Road. Uh, just northeast of the city, the East Gate Road cuts through the Ardak Forest. The underbrush has taken advantage of the small cleared path cleared for the road and has grown in thick, just feet off the road. So every so often, a path used by both hunters and their prey cuts through the underbrush into the forest, where trees extend over 100 feet into the sky. The canopy overhead blocks almost all of the sunlight from passing through preventing the underbrush from taking hold within the forest and locking it in a perpetual state of dusk. Even on a moonlit night, you cannot imagine anyone able to navigate the forest except expert scouts. A so. dark and foreboding forest. Correct. After traveling on the Eastgate Road for a while, you, you, you see the, the Western Kings Road, which is a much wider um, and more developed road uh, and then at the the junction of the Western Kings Road and the Eastgate Road, 
you see a small, medium-sized guard station barracks. Um, so the, the guard station barracks here, you, you can imagine, are is really for the uh, the uh, the king, the roads guard, the king's road guards who patrol the road, you know, for bandits and and monsters and all that stuff. So we pass over by the guard station. So you, there's the guard station is on the corner. The Western Kings Road continues north and south, and the guard station is at the junction. Hello, human guards. Hello and salutations. It is I, are Lord you, Wizard Claus, in my entourage. Are you, are you going into the guard station? Is it like a little booth, or is it like a you said no, like a barracks? Like a it's like a barracks. It's it's not just like a little toll guard. It's a like it is the how it is the the guard station for the entire Western Kings Road guard of this region. Oh, um, okay. I thought so it was like a toll booth. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a, I, I, it's thought a, I was expecting like a little. Sorry, it's a medium sized like guard station barracks. It's a. Uh, I will. Yeah, give me a second. Let's do it. Yes, and I'm tired. I would like a moment to rest. Let's see if we can try and ask them for free stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, you'd be surprised how often it works. Sometimes it'll get your ass kicked, though. Well, that's why I have you here, is it not? Well, I mean, gods and me, they usually win in that that little tussle. Yeah, I can see it, although it's blurry. Oh, there it is, snapped in. And it looks like it's got, like, the walls cut out. Oh, yeah, dynamic lighting. Yeah, so you can't see, you can just see you're in the courtyard, correct? Yeah, I see like the stoop. Oh, shit. Stoop kid won't leave a stoop. All right. <laughs> stoop kid, I forgot about stoop kid. <laughs> hey, Arnold. All right, so uh, the guard station stands before you. Uh, it is a, it considered a medium sized guard station. There are larger ones, but those are like more like what we think of as traditional, like army barracks where they, they house regiments. Um, so this is probably just more for like a company of guards. Um, you see an entrance to the north and to the east. Uh, does there one appear to be like the main entrance? Yes. So the one to the north looks to be like the entrance of the guard station. Um, the one to the east has a sign over it that says tolls. We get, wait, do we got to pay a toll if we go in here? Because we could probably just sneak by. Well, we have to pay to walk on this road? How yeah, so, so again, like, introduction to human world, like, anything that they'll make you pay for, they'll, they, they'll make you pay for it. But, but this, is say just, this is just the ground. You just walk on it. Anyone yeah. can do that. But they made it flatter, and then they walk up and down and kill people who are trying to rob you. So it's like it costs. It's like an upkeep. We're in the wrong business. I'm several times over, yes. We just need to start making roads. Or garden bridges and taking toll. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. That's, that's, that's not a bad idea. Well, let's go inside. I wonder if we can get directions. Okay, so which are you going in the tolls or like the main entrance? I guess it'd be the main entrance. I don't want to pay. Yeah, let's ignore tolls. Is is there a, a sign that displays the toll rate or anything by the toll entrance? I think I'm accidentally drawing on this. 
I don't know. Uh, there is not a sign that's that shows a toll rate. Um, you, I don't know. Do you? Does anybody know uh, commerce around here? Nah. Well, then you have no idea. Uh, how do I delete these circles I made on accident? Umrun, will you uh, open this door for me, please? There I go. Open a door to some random private residence. No, I don't believe I will. <laughs> I'm going to go towards the uh, toll, like down the road. So you're so they're going to go in the main entrance. You're going to go in the toll entrance. Yes, I want to go towards the toll entrance to see if there's like a guard or anyone to nearby. Um, no, there's not a guard or anybody nearby. I mean, you see guards kind of milling about, um, but it's not like a change of guard station or anything. You, you don't see, uh, there's no guard posting outside. So I have opened both doors. You can choose which one you want to go in. As you enter the, the Western Kings Road guard station toll booth, uh, you see a, a, a gruff-looking human woman. Um, she just has a perpetual scowl on her face. Um, and she's looking down at her notes and writing something. And as soon as you walk in the door, you know, you hear her go, Welcome to the, the guard station. Uh, please state uh, items of commerce and a, approximate value. Is Damn she... it, it's the same voice. It's the fucking same voice. No, no, this works because, like, the natural... Um, like accent of what the hell is the name of the town we live in? Is this like that's yes. where we all sound like we all, it's fucking we all sound like New Jerseyans. I love it. Also, she reminds me of the uh, receptionist in Ghostbusters, <laughs> <laughs> who is awesome and also sassy. Yes, I also forgot what she said already. Said, "Welcome to the the Western Kings Road God Station." Uh, please state the uh, items of commerce and the approximate value. We travel with nothing but what we carry. Just so passing through. So you are not traveling for the intent to sell goods and services? Well, goods particularly. No, we're simply uh, running an errand on the here? other sound of town. What, what are you is, there no, is there no fee to pass your toll gate? To just to walk on the road? Yes, no. that was the idea of toll roads generally. No. No. My, have you have you never left the city before? My dear human woman, you're missing out on a fantastic opportunity to profit. Why would why so your we... toll to be clear, your toll road requires no toll. I, I mean it's, it's only if they're moving goods. We ain't moving goods. That, oh okay. It's a yeah. on goods. I'm good. Colin gets it. Yeah, yeah. we this is not how dwarves run their toll roads, called, is all I'm saying. It's called commerce. Look it up. Yeah. yeah we need, I mean, we was at the, the college, but we didn't take that class. So, um, uh, so we're going to Umrin. It's just north, right? Oh, uh, Umrin, that I believe is your friend's name. Shit, what's the place called? Olmstead. Olmsters. Um, get your faculties together, <laughs> man. Um, I was... <laughs> Why do the words sound the same? I just met these people today. Oh, Ormston. Yeah, that's that's just up the road a, a ways. Um, uh, yeah, not too far. It's the next major village on the road, so you can't miss it. About how far? But do I look like a damn land surveyor? I mean... No, but you haven't been there before. Just give us the answer, woman. Stop being so and, cantankerous. 
Just because I know where it is means I've been there before? What? No, I've never been there. Why would I go there? I just know where it is because I don't know if you know what I, my job is, but I I collect tolls for people moving from place to place, so I know how where they are. Moving goods from place to place. I say from the door where I've walked out. <laughs> moving goods, not just simply people moving. And you have a mouthful of that che wheel of cheese. Take <laughs> out my cheese. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, are you bald? I'm going to say you're bald. Are you Are you a For bald me? monk? I'll be bald. No. Okay. Baldy over there understands. Um, yeah. I I mean, you can't miss it. I, it's not that far. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's, thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for your candor. And your candles. And your candles. All right. I, let's get, I grow let's, weary I, of this walking. Yeah. Uh, and Wizard Claus is going to use uh, his magical Furbus spell as a ritual. Yeah, so a uh, yeah. a uh, six-legged phantasmal cat kind of appears, materializes. Um, and Another he, cat? <laughs> it's more of a phantasmal cat. And he uh, hops up on its back, and he is going to take a nap. Yo, you like cats? I put cats <laughs> on your cats. Well, cats on the cats. This is exhibit and cat multiplication. Well, that was unnecessary, although I guess good idea to ask where we were going. Yeah. Apparently it's free. It's free to walk. Which I did not expect. I yeah, you know what? I never left the city either, so I didn't know. Like, now we know. And knowing is, is a good part of the battle. Probably not half, but a lot of it. And we've come but... up with a new business model that seems highly profitable. It's called highway robbery, and you they will get you killed. Hmm. I think it's how you spin it. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about robbing people on the road right by the guard station. Let's get the heck out of here. So you guys are leaving the guard station? Do you have other things in here for us to do? We just yeah. got yelled at. <laughs> I mean, you went, I'm just wondering. You do, there are two entrances. You went through one, but not the other. I don't really want to talk to these guards. This lady was mean. We got shit to do. How fast is this? Phantasmal mount yeah. you've summoned here, Wizard Claws. I am much more interested in this thing. What? What, what is on? this? Yeah, can I? Can we all fit? Is this is just a cat carrier? Well, you're more than welcome to ride, but of course we can travel ten to thirteen miles an hour at a fast pace. That's pretty quick. It's quicker, quicker than I walk. It's faster than can I can it, move. Can it fit everybody? How big is this thing? We can't see it. Yeah, so it's a large quasi-real horse-like creature, which I've just kind of reskinned to be kind of a, like, I don't know, like a weird cat thing. Because um, you decide the creature's appearance, but it's equipped with a saddle, bit, and bridle. Uh, any other equipment, if this is irrelevant. For the duration, you can ride the steed. So, Wizard Claws is tiny. Zizel's small. And yeah. Umarin's, like, medium. So, I He's was wondering if we map. could all, like, fit on a large horse. I mean, it's going to be a, it's, it's meant for one person and you have the one saddle. So you have a human and a goblin hanging on the back and then a cat. I'm going to say that it, yes, you, <laughs> That's what I wanted you, to say. <laughs> you, you can ride it. I mean, I, I've seen multiple people ride a horse. It may not be comfortable. Um, and it, what's the max speed? So it's a hundred has a speed of a hundred feet and can travel ten miles an hour or thirteen miles at a fast pace. 
All right, so how fast do you make it go? Uh, I don't can think... I just... Can I roll like my athletics check now to stay on the horse? That's exactly what I do I was... that later. You're gonna you're gonna <laughs> do that here in a bit once I, because you're not properly uh, riding in the saddle. But okay, yeah. well, um, Umrin, Umrin would ride. I can the fit in the saddle, and then I would probably stand. Do we just three stack? Boop, boop, and boop. then the cat would be on his shoulders more than likely, or like in his lap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can definitely. Can fit I tuck wizard claws in the hood of my uh, robes? Like if I have a hood down kind of oh, situation. Cute. You can do whatever you want. That's the nature of this game. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I just want to make sure I understand what you are, what you're doing. You can ride, you can all fit on the horse and it can support your weight. Um, it is not designed to fit those three people um, or three creatures. And so it will not be as efficient if you get my drift. One hour and that's in fair. and we're breaking the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, if you're, are you running I'm as fast as you possibly can? Well, no, humans I walk like three to four miles an hour. This thing yeah, is go faster. Easy. We need to, like, like, a trot. Yeah, or else trot. It's not, like, not even a trot. Just, yeah, that's one. So just, if, it, if this is turtle and this is rabbit, we're in microphone. Okay, perfect. Norm, like, so you're going, like, okay, you can go up to 13 if it's at a fast pace. Uh, so you're going, like, seven or eight. Yeah, like, like a like a normal pace, but it would be twice twice the fast, yeah. twice the speed of humans walking, which is four. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but mine is like three because yeah, so I don't imagine Ooh. you guys have to roll any checks to go normal speed. Like you have a, a a dexterous kitty and a dexterous bard. You're all dexterous characters, so mm-hmm. that's <laughs> the best second best stat. We're all surfing yeah. on the back. Yeah, so I I can imagine you guys can make it work. Uh, Zizel sitting backwards, like back to back, not not to butt. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, so I don't have a token for weird cat thing, but I will try to find one, I guess, for the Mystical next mystical cat horse. You don't have that queued up. Yep, think, yep. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, you didn't have. You didn't plan for a mystical cat horse mount. I've got it. It's um. Oh, he did. Somebody did. Yeah, it exists. I'm trying to find it. Just look up cat bus. Cat bus. Cat bus. And that's a, that's the the spirit of it, basically. I, this oh, is, the one from that Japanese show. From Totoro. Yeah, Totoro. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Anything oh, ever. yeah. Okay. I was thinking of Appa, which is oh, similar. Yeah. yeah, similar. To, yeah. But basically, that like that kind of creature Okay. I'm less insane than this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. It's pretty creepy. Why does it have lights inside and his eyeballs light up? Well, I kind of envisioned it not having like the bus part, like the, yeah. the carriage, but basically like a multi legged cat with big goofy eyes that you just kind of like can sit on and ride. Yeah, that's Appa. Yeah. It just can't fly. Not yeah. Yet. Absolutely. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you successfully summon your mount um, and then you travel north on the King's Road. So um, you so you're just riding to Ormston, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Ormston is impossible to miss. Ormston sits around a, a half mile north of the end of the Ardak Forest. And we've asked uh, three people for direction, so. Yeah, and they it's pretty easy. And so you got very easy directions of stay on the road until you see it. Um, <laughs> So Ormston sits about a half mile north of the Ardak Forest, where the King's Road is joined by the road leading to the plateau. A dozen small dwellings line the road, which are, with a large communal farm located behind. 
a single inn. Wait, before I describe it, let's take you there. Yeah. Ooh, take me there, Billy. Oh, I was way zoomed in. Oh, look at this bustling little village. Cute. I can't wait to talk to all these people and hear their unique and magical voices. <laughs> ask, them, ask them economics questions. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll take it over from, I'll just start at the beginning. Um, a dozen small dwellings lie the road with a large communal farm located behind. A single inn, the alehouse, sits at the road's fork, giving passing travelers a relief from the long, harsh road. Next to the inn sits a small smith shop, which a large wooden horseshoe hanging from a post. Is this a well I see in front of me? That's a well for getting the water. There's also people in a horse. Yeah, I didn't describe the well, so I need to Yeah, know. there's a well. Um, the forest kind of extends a little bit to the west of the city. Um, so you see that it's it's not quite forested, but it, you know it's it's in that transition period from like grassland to forest to the west. I head towards the well to refill my water skin. Yeah, I'll double hop up on there and get a little lap of water as well. I All say right. I'm quite famished. Would you, would you, my fellows, mind accompanying me to the inn to grab a bite and maybe dig up some information? Yeah, that's always the best place to talk. You know, people are sloshed. They'll tell you whatever you want. Yes, and maybe they'll give us some free stuff if we ask nicely. We can try. Ooh, I do love this game. As we're walking in, do we get any like stinky eyes, side glances or anything? How do people kind of receive us as we approach the village? You don't really get any stinky eyes. Like you're very, like you are, I mean, you stand out because you're riding a six-legged horse or a six-legged cat. Uh, You have like a goblin and a cat on each other's shoulders so you're like a totem pole of weird creatures uh with a except for the the monk is the only one that looks pretty normal um so it just looks like a monk has like a weird entourage that he's traveling with nice. um but these you can tell the ormson is kind of just a a small sleepy town that you know they're on the king's road which is a very busy road so they see shit you know pass through all the time um at, at this point you know it you see a few glances that are like, oh, this is, I haven't seen this before, but nothing to cause alarm or, you know, more than just like a passing, like surprise glance. And then they go immediately back to their work. Are there any dwarves here? Do I see any dwarves? You, uh, outside? In town or um, as we enter the tavern, looking for some shorties. <laughs> okay, looking for them shorties? All right, so as you enter the alehouse, the alehouse is populated mostly by traveling merchants and traders. The seats and tables are well-worn but clean. A stew pot sits over the hearth, cooking that day's communal meal, which is a fragment, fragrant mix of vegetables and small game. A plump but friendly dwarf woman stands behind the, dwar- the bar making friendly conversation to a dusty and slightly inebriated traveler. She is standing on an elevated platform, as evidenced by the fact that she is waist-high to the three-foot counter. She nods to you as you enter. Okay, I gotta get her voice. Give me like, give me like ten seconds to figure this shit out. You can pop um, on okay. mute too to to workshop shop some <laughs> stuff if you want. I'm uh, as I kind of stand there and look around. I'm looking for, you know, to see any dwarves 
And when I notice her and she nods at me, I'll just, um, I have a little necklace with an amulet of Klingadin's silver beard. I'll pull that out over my shirt so it's a little more visible as I kind of walk over to greet her at the bar. All right, I'm trying to get a dwarf woman who voice, because I've already done... You can always go classic Scottish. High pitch. Oh, I always... that's, what I, that's what I had planned on originally, TV. but I realized that I can't do Sc- Scottish. I can't, do, I can't do Scottish. That's, that's, that's good. Well, here's I the thing. To do Scottish, you have to do Dwarvish. Whatever. Whatever you Whatever you want. Canonically, this is Dwarvish. Let's go. go. Um, good evening, gents. Welcome to the ale house. You let old Dolores know what you want. My husband brews the best ale on the West Shelf, and I make a pretty good stew if I say so myself. She smiles jokingly. I have a room available. Maybe two if Baron decides to pass out at the counter here instead of his comfy room he's already paid for. Uh, the drunk traveler grunts and Doris passes on back of the head. Um, a strong slap that causes him to let out a large belch. As, as, she's, as you're walking in and she's giving this introduction, uh, she sees your, is it Clandagan? Is the thing you have? Yes. She sees that and she she nod you see like an exaggerated nod and she looks at you, uh, makes eye contact and you know nods appreciatively and understandingly to you. What time? Hello there. So lovely what? establishment you have here. I think um we'll take some three rounds of stew, perhaps, if my fellows are hungry. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty good. Mmm, most generous. This smells delicious. Hmm. Yeah. Damn it, I lost it already. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could help us, ma'am. We're on our way to a place called Greystock's Manor. We heard it was near this area, and it's... Um... Ooh, where are you trying to go? Oh, damn it. Uh, let me... Greystock Manor? Don't know of that place. Stock, as in uh, the chicken stock you put in this beautiful stew, Gray Stock's Manor. He was, uh, I believe his name is Dorgan. Um, Supposedly lived in these parts. Have you ever heard of him? He was a Mm. wizard of great renown. He used to work at the university, if I'm not mistaken. You, she shakes her head no and, uh, and turns around and starts very quickly wiping off some of the glasses that are already cleaned behind her. Um, you, um, giving your passive perception with Lord Winter Claws, which is like 17, um, you, you can tell that some, that, that, uh, that phrase caught her off guard. Uh, he sniffs at her and kind of like detects a little bit of a change maybe in her pheromones. And, um, I think he'll ask a follow-up question. Um, we, we are on an errand and... We do not mean to pry, but we do have um, a correspondence with him. If you have any information, we would be most appreciative. Oh, I don't, I don't know of any Grace Stock Manor. Yeah, I never heard of that place before in my life. And you see her that she, uh, you know, she starts doing more busy work um, as she mentions Grace Stock Manor. The the drunk person uh, sitting at the the edge of the bar, he, he gets up from his drunken stupor and he goes, Great Stork Manor? 
Wait, wasn't hey Lois? Wasn't wasn't that, wasn't that the place that you said? She grabs his drink. She goes, "Ben, I think I need to cut you off. We need to save some air for the next traveler." Uh, emits a quiet, nervous laugh. Dolores, we don't mean to bring any trouble. In fact, we mean to solve some. If there were a way for us to perhaps um, encourage your forthright and honest opinion on the man or his location of his manor, I'd be certainly happy to offer you some gold or whatever it might take. She turns to you. It's kind of a scowl, but then she sees your uh, the symbol of Clandagon on your chest. And, and, and your I can tell you, if he is trouble, Clangadon will be quite pleased with how I handle it. You see that she's calmed a little bit because of that. And she, she you see her sigh into her glass. She looks down. Um... I don't know why you're so concerned with that place. No good can come of it. Uh, she looks at you. It's really not my place to talk about this. I, I think you need to see Grandin Nefaria, if he's willing to talk to you at all. Grandin Nefaria, yes. Very well. Where might we find him? I think, I think... He is the Grandin farrier. the farrier. Name, then title. Yes. Name, yep. then title. Not name... Also, name. Not the farrier. Name the farrier. So you, you are aware of just being is a person in the world that a farrier is a blacksmith who specializes in horseshoes. Yeah, and we that passed is, it on the way in, right? Yes, yeah, I, I do know that. Yeah. We know that. We're smart. Umrun, this oh. human woman seemed to be quite taken with your trinket there. This is quite intriguing. Do tell. What did you come of it? This was given to me by... The dwarves who I spent many years sheltered by and sheltering in my life. It's the, the symbol of Clangard and Silverbeard. Yes, and you just seemed to show it and she did what you said. <laughs> it is not quite that type of magic, but more the moral magic of peoples who understand each other and a common base of culture. Hmm, yes. I must learn these techniques to get people to do what I want as well. If you are ever able to join a tribe or family, it definitely comes with benefits and some sorrows, unfortunately. I do thank you, Dolores. She, um, she nods and she, she returns to the counter with uh, three bowls of, of the stew. Um, and she... <clears throat> She nods you. Uh, you're, you're lucky. It's, it's, it's fresh as it can be. I just made it. I mean, that's one of the benefits of eating a little bit of an early dinner. Uh, most of these farmers around here, you know, they wait until sundown to get their, their dinner. So you're the perfect timing for you. Uh, how long you know. would you? How long would you say it is till sundown in these parts? Oh, um, about two hours at most, maybe even less. Hmm. So then we're more than likely going to need to stay somewhere. Like, I don't know where this mansion is or whatever. Mana. Yeah, do you do you feel we could find such a place and before nightfall? 
Yes, but she did say she had a room available. Yeah, I mean, we're in a place. Yeah, so you have the room available. Um, I'm just letting you know what time it is. Um, But I don't know if, did you want to talk to the blacksmith first, or are you going to do it tomorrow morning? No, let's talk to him tonight. Um, After the stew, is this rabbit? Oh, good taste, good sir. It is. Yes, my favorite. After finishing his stew, he'll uh, hop down and... Shall we go to the farrier? Yeah. Yeah, let's head. You guys see the farrier now? The little blacksmith shop? Yes. Yep. All right. It's it's tiny. Yes, it is very small. Um, So the farrier's shop is is very small, you know, blacksmith shop, because he only specializes in horseshoes. Um, And you see the horseshoes of various sizes hang on hooks from the walls with a few axes and hoes on a tool stand. Um, the few blades hanging up look more suited to cooking and farm work than to self-defense. A large man with gray hair and a shaggy bear. A shaggy beard. bear? Shaggy beard. Oh. I forgot to write the D. <laughs> and a shaggy beard to match. Can you have a shaggy bear? Does that shrink it? Yeah. He's, so the shaggy beard um, stands stoking the fire. His threadbare red shirt showing a glimpse of the knotted muscles underneath. Um, Lord Wizard Claws, you you know, you can see underneath his his shirt in those knotted muscles. Those aren't all from being, you know, a blacksmith or a farrier. You see, you know, some burns from being a farrier, but you also see some scars and wounds that only come from battle. Okay. As you come in, he he's still hammering out a, a horseshoe and he, he just mentions without even looking at you. I didn't hear you ride on no horses. This is not supposed to be the same guy. Give me, give me a second. I didn't see you riding on no horses, so I don't know exactly why you're here. I got nothing for you. Go see Dolores at the alehouse if you want someone to talk to. Mm, such a cantankerous disposition doesn't seem too good for business, my friend. Uh, I seem to be doing pretty well for myself with uh, without these... Uh, with this attitude, it's not, it's not served me wrong in the past. I, a, a man has seen a lot of things and it forms his life. And, uh, it, it's, you'd be wise to not judge a man based on, uh, you know, his attitude. Yeah. Plus you got a corner on the market. Like who else are they going to go to for, for horseshoes? You're the only one here, right? <laughs> yeah. He, he strikes his hammer one last time and turns up to, uh, and turns around to look at you and, He's taken aback a little bit because he was not exactly uh, expecting to see what he sees in front of you. Uh, and he, you see him swallow and he goes right back to hammering. Um, it's like, all right, well, what, what did you want exactly? So we was, uh, we was talking to Dolores. Uh, we're on a kind of a mission from, uh, from the, the college? Is it the university or the college? I don't remember now. The university. The university, yeah. Uh, and they got us looking for some dude named Greystock and his uh, his man. It's supposed to be around here somewhere, but we don't really know where it is. So we was just trying to trying to figure out where it was. And, and she said, you may know. When 
after you ask it, he, you hear him growl a bit, and he slams his uh, hammer down on the the soft metal of the horseshoe. Never heard of it. Now get the fuck out of my shop. I work for paying customers. Oh, I mean, we, we can pay. Uh, just not for, for little uh, horseshoes, but, like, we can pay for some information. So, pretty much still commas. He strikes the hammer again with thunderous force. Uh, the horseshoe explodes, sending slivers of metal all around the shop. Uh, give me a deck save. Everyone? Everyone who's in the shop, yeah. Everyone. Dang, Zizel. I'm dexterous. Whoa. I, yeah. 24? I don't know. It's, che it's checked in the saving throw thing, nice. too. So yeah. that means it's good. You know it's good. I'm little and squirrely. Yeah. Yeah. You have. Yeah. You all have. You have a plus six, plus five, and plus six. So yeah, you guys did pretty good. Um, So you all managed to just kind of duck out of the way and avoid some of the, the flying shrapnel that emanates from this shattered horseshoe um you see him turning sharply to you um he's his arm is just covered in slivers of metal and he starts casually picking them out without much care or, or pain i'm gonna and take a, a horseshoe off the wall and like toss it on the counter like i'll take one he growls at, at your you're your pandering so and then i drop my uh, sack of gold next to it I'll take one and some information. So go fight a fucking dragon or save a maiden or whatever other bullshit stories you daring adventurers tell each other around a nice safe in hearth. I've got real fucking work to do. Oh. Real honest work. He scowls at you and turns his back to the forge. So what did what did the what do you say to the blacksmith who's angry about breaking a horseshoe? Tampa. Tampa. Oh come on, that was good. Yeah, that's that's a great one. That is absolutely fantastic. How much research have you done on jokes? I want to uh, give you so specific and great. Yeah, so if you search blacksmith jokes, it's surprisingly <laughs> surprising rich vein. Hey, Hang you on. know what? We've had ah, millennia to work one. on blacksmith jokes. Okay. Really? So they should be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's I've got a whole list. Let's stay in here for a long time. Okay. Is that like a oh that's so great. It's its own website. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, you get inspiration for sure, 100%. Because that was a fucking brilliant joke. Um, but <laughs> turning back. So, yeah, he uh, he hears you. Um, he does not acknowledge the, you know, objectively hilarious joke. Um, and uh, he, he plucks the rest of the metal from his arm, throws it back into the forge, as long with what remains of the horseshoe that's now scattered around the the, the shop um, and he goes right back to work. Look, like, pal, we're not trying to be like, rude or anything. We just, we just got a job to do. We're trying to get it done. What, like, we're trying to lighten the mood, trying to heavy some hands a little bit with some gold. Like, what do we got to do? <laughs> we, we're just trying to get directions. It shouldn't be like, come on, buddy. All right. Um, you want to give me? Are you going to try a, a check? Yeah, I want to persuade this motherfucker. Then do it. That's all you got to do is tell me. Well, I'm trying to act it first. No, I know that's really good. Uh, that's what this has been very, very fun. Shit. You did get inspiration. 
I did get inspiration. I may as well use it because I don't think my silvery tongues thing it has to be less than nine. It's nine or it's it's nine or below gets it a ten. So it would be a sixteen is I the guess, minimum you can do. So you just rolled like regardless. That's that's kind of interesting. It's sixteen on either side. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Well, that, yeah, sixteen it is. All right. Um. So after that, you 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 see him. His shoulders slump a little bit and he he turns around um sits on his stool um his eyes are glazed over he sighs that place gave me everything and then took it right back does he look sad yeah extremely sad he dub hops up into his lap and curls yeah. up and tries to like because he, he's a cat, like he still has those like instincts where he can tell if somebody's distressed. And now that he's kind of like let his guard down a little bit, yeah. So he he he's giving you pets, and he, he's sitting on the stool. He there's uh various stools and and boxes and things around. He he gestures for you to sit down. Um, he reaches under the uh, the counter and grabs a bottle of whiskey and. Places it, you know, on a on a counter. It doesn't show in this map, but there's a counter. Um, and he grabs a few glasses from under the shelf as well, and all of them but one is completely covered in dust. So he uses his blacksmith apron to wipe it off, um, and mentions, you know, motions for you to grab a seat. I'm I'm so I'm sorry for lashing out at you, but I've. It's not an easy thing for me to talk about. Uh, Greystock Manor used to be a fine place, full of joy and full of life. Hell, while I was away fighting a war I had no place in, Lord Greystock took on my wife Tara as a nanny. He fed her, kept her safe for eight long years. He even built this place when I got back as payment for her work. Lords traveled to his manor for his parties and balls from near and far, stopping by here to reissue all the time. Many, much more work than the local ox carts and farm wagons gave me. But when Tara passed birthing our daughter, Alicia, Lord Greystock made sure she and our son Anders were taken care of. Both of his daughters were adults by that point, I believe. But unfortunately, all that changed when Lady Greystock passed 15 years ago. Lord Greystock was mostly in the city at that time. Uh, doing something at that university. He stopped coming here on the weekends, and the parties and the balls became less frequent until they just stopped. The servants and the maids were let go. The house fell into disrepair. And I went back to reshoeing the occasional merchant and fixing farm tools. When I heard Lord Greystock was coming back, I pushed Alicia to help him clean and cook for the man. I knew it'd be better like for her than just Hanging and cooking for me and Anders. And he could use the help, since he didn't have anyone anymore. Oh, Alicia, she was as pretty as the day was long. And it wouldn't be long until some foppish gentleman in a ball found her irresistible and swept her away to a faraway manor to make little lords and ladies and a better life than she could ever have here. Except, he, he grabs the whiskey bottle, goes to pour it into his glass and just ends up swigging directly from the bottle and then refills his glass again. 
And then there weren't any more balls or parties. No one went to the manor, and he never left. And neither did our old Allie. None of the staff did. Well, until he swigs the entire glass of whiskey. The stable boy, only about ten, I think, comes running down the King's Road, screaming for his life. He's hysterical, not making much sense. But he keeps repeating, i got to help. They came. They're here. When Dolores finally got him to come down and ask who, he mumbled something about, they want Ali. And then passed out right there and then. Now, everyone else didn't know what to think. Some thought he was ill or exaggerating, but I knew what a, faced man, what a man's face looked like when he has faced death. When he's faced his own death. I wanted right there and then to charge to the manor, but I knew I would not be able to do anything useful. Sitting on the stool, he, he pulls up his uh, trouser leg, and you see that his left leg is made of iron and wood, held together with metal and straps. So I told Anders to ride to the King's Road Travel Guard Station. He points back the way you came, and tell them to go there fast. I waited for Anders to come back, and after an hour, when he didn't come back, I, I just knew what he had done. Uh, Grandin sighs and punches his fist into his open hand. He grew up in that inn listening to the bullshit tales and exaggerations that these passing fucking adventurers told each other. But he believed every damn word. He thought I didn't see the cheap iron sword he made and kept under his mattress. I know he never really wanted to be a farrier, but it was safe, honest work, I told him. I, w I was a bit relieved a little bit when I saw the tip of his poorly done sword poking up from under the bed and until I saw its tip bent. And I saw that he had used it to pry my military footlocker foot open. My own sword and armor were gone. Ah, that stupid, stupid boy. A squad of travel guards went to the manor the next morning. They didn't see anyone alive, just a few bodies. Probably still there, I'd imagine. It wasn't their job to collect the dead, they said. And I don't know who else would have. No one else lived there. You lived alone. Sergeant, Land I mean, Captain Landrew made him bring home my son, or at least what was left of him. To his best guess, they said it was slavers that took my girl and killed my boy. The truth is, I didn't think they cared to know what really happened. And honestly, I, I, I don't think I do anymore either. It doesn't change nothing. My wife, my girl, my boy, they're all gone. And uh, I hope I'm not long for this world anymore. There's just nothing left for me here. In my prime, nothing could have stopped me from looking for my girl. But a useless old man, a hobbled man, as I am now, I'm not even worth the air I fucking breathe. I think the man is still there. No one else has moved in. I mean, the world has forgotten about it. I, I wish I could, but I, I suggest you forget about all about it, too. There's nothing there except memories and death. If you're adamant about going, I can tell you where the path once was. But I just, I don't want to know what you find there. All it'll do is hurt me again. I'm sorry to hear about your litter, dear Ferrier. And uh, he gives him a couple little licks on his wounds. Because that's a generally sad tale. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I mean, I've spent a few years now, and I, I think I, I'd like to think that I'm over it, but the pain just dulls and never goes away. Well, we will investigate this manor. We have an errand there. We will see if we can give you some closure. I do ask you as a memento from our conversation to help remember you by. May I take one of these 
horseshoes. Sure. They're... I keep making them. No one's buying them. That's why you see all of the rack around here. Not much need for me as a warrior, as a father, or even as a farrier anymore. It's just a sad old man. Um, but sure. He grabs one and gives Zizel a slight wink. Free stuff. Yeah, well, thank you for, for your tale and thank you for your, you know, the help. And again, we're sorry what happened, but if, if we find anything up there, you know, maybe we can, maybe we can help out in some way. He, he nods. He, I hope I can be of some help to you, but, uh, I don't, you don't need to tell me anything. I, not much, it's nothing that could do that could help me anymore. Yeah. Uh, and he, all the details are just reopen the old wounds that I've closed so many years ago, or at least have scabbed over. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you have been a lot of help, so you've done you've done something good today. He, he nods. You see, he's, he he likes being a little helpful. He's been so useless and felt so useless for so long that that uh, he, he stay, you see his posture increase just a little bit, um, and he. He stands up and he takes his uh, <clears throat> his hammer uh, and sets it down and, and grabs like a, a a hoe that's nearby and he draws in the the dirt floor of the uh, of the farrier and he he draws like a little basic map uh, and shows you exactly where the old path to the manor was. Perfect. Thank you. How long do you think it's going to take to get there? Like, generally? Uh, it's not far. I'd say maybe an hour. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, so my we'll... dear sweet human farrier. You've been most helpful. Yeah, thank you much. He, he nods and um, stands up and goes back to hitting horseshoes again. You just see that he's... buries the pain once again, and he's just back to exactly how he was when he walked in. I'm going to hang back a second until after everyone else kind of walks out. Uh, yeah, as I leave, I kind of holler back up. Uh, may, the, may the forge be with you. He, he smirks at that one and laughs. So as Umrin is kind of walking out, he's going to like stop in the doorway. And he says, I've never met a man who didn't hit the end at some point where he felt it was too soon in his life. But with nothing comes a great opportunity to rebuild. Perhaps some travel would do you well. And I leave. He nods and it just all you hear as you're walking out is good luck. Sniffing around in these bushes, I see a little bear. Is that I know, a... I thought it was a bear too. Is that a bear? I think it's just it's a cat toy bear. hidden there. I have no idea what that is. I took this from the intranets. I think it's supposed to be like a stick. Oh, I would assume that's bear. what it's supposed to be, but it does look like a little bear. It looks like a teddy bear. Okay. You found a bear-shaped I stick. Found a bear-shaped stick. Secrets. Show going into the inn or anything. I do have one last thing to say in character, but I don't think we need to like show us buying a room. and Sh like that. Yeah, shall we stay here tonight or... Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's stay here. We can get a fresh start in the morning. 
That's fine by me. I pack my own house, but you know. I mean, well, have you guys ever seen a blacksmith join two metal sheets? No, I don't believe I have. It's riveting. I don't understand that joke. Please explain it to me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, a rivet is a thing that joins metal sheets together, but it's also a phrase for when something's like really entertaining. So it's it's a double play on a word. Ugh, oh, how delightful. I understand now. Well done, Zizel. I hope one day to be a master of the joke as you are. All right. Um, so you guys are calling it a day, going to the inn. Uh, you ate your delicious rabbit stew, and um, we'll just pick it up. Uh, the next morning when we come back um probably in two weeks yeah as i said i'm off next or i have to i have to take off next week yeah yeah so awesome. take, sounds take, good yeah take all the time you need billy thank you so much yeah. for again rerunning this campaign but also like it feels fresh and new too which is yeah great so new yeah um, i don't remember any of this stuff because <laughs> we didn't talk to this guy last time he wouldn't talk to us well no we i distinctly remember job. i distinctly remember you failed the the, the check you did and it so closed what I off was, yeah okay because i was like because what i thought was happening i remember at least once i was trying to talk to somebody and my style is like i will role play and then billy will like i expect somebody to say roll a perception check rather than me tell them i want to roll a perception check right. and it wasn't until like the next session that i was like you wouldn't fucking talk to me and billy's like you wouldn't roll a perception check or a persuasion check yeah and i think and I like, like the one time you did it was it was and, low and it it Basically, what happened this time? Because when I saw you roll Almost, that one, yeah. I'm like, oh, uh -oh God, yeah, the same yeah, thing's happening again. Yeah, well, yeah, I fixed that with the going to college. Yeah, the college. <laughs> you went Much. to the college in the meantime. Yeah. College, not the university. I went to not the university. Went to the college. The college. Yeah, I'll I'll try to get like I don't like it like every single time. Like, oh, are you gonna roll persuasion? Because sometimes that only gives you a clue of if. You know, like if I only ask you if you're gonna roll persuasion, that means that they may be hiding something. Yeah. And so like it's it's like a it's yeah, like, like, like a, yeah, it's like skirting the line. So like in this one, like when I see you and you start to uh like to ask questions that seem like you're like trying to pry into them, that's when I'll ask them, like, do you run a roll of persuasion? Because like talking, there's no failure. Yeah, persuasion, yeah. there's a failure. So that's why there's a if I rolled a persuasion every single time, when you're just talking with somebody and you're kind of skirting it you know no that's good that's actually like a good point because like it should be should be my job i guess to tell you what i want to do rather than you to ask me what i want to do it's just that's the way i played before so i got used to that yeah well i think it's like yeah. eric and i kind of fell into the same like boat of like we don't want to say or at least from the dm point like i don't want the player to say uh can i roll a perception check and then you're just throwing dice at problems yeah it's more of like i want to role play and then i, I ask them this question can I roll persuasion to see if I get an answer? Like that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like I, that's why if I see that you're starting to go persuasion, um, I will ask because if you don't, then we'll just, I, you know, there's no chance of failure. Mm -hmm. If you do that, there's a chance of failure. And so like, you can keep talking to him all day without doing a persuasion. And in yeah. general, they won't, they, they'll never get mad at you. You know, they may get a little bit annoyed, but like rolling a, a failed persuasion check, is worse than just a, you know a conversation so like yeah. yeah i think it'll be on us to like for us to bring up like i want to role play and also do a persuasion check um yeah but i know it's just for like i want to kind of keep immersion sometimes and not like break character to say i want to roll you know yeah 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 well, I, although i think that's 
it kind of helps though because yeah. you can other things you can just default to thinking of being role playing without having to guess like because mm -hmm. you can role play a threatening thing without trying to roll intimidation just yeah. based on what you end up saying like so in, in general like when i when you keep talking and i keep giving you the same answer then that is a hint for you that you need to do go further like if you're at like a stopping point that keeps answering the same thing, because that's exactly what it is. It's like, I'm reaching this brick wall. I got to do something. I'm going to try to persuade them. And that's, and that's where like, yeah, I think that worked. And so that's kind of what I've been trying to do is that like, if they keep asking, answering the same thing, like, I don't want you to be like, Oh, he doesn't have anything and then walk away, you know, because then you waste like, but you know, so I'm trying to hint that. Uh, and when you said perception checks, I will not, I am only using, Passive persuade. Perception. Oh, I, I said perception. I meant to say persuasion. Yeah, yeah if was, you want to do the same thing. That's too. good to know, though. Yeah, if you want to do perception trash. checks of, of anybody you see or of anything like that beyond passive, you have to tell me. Okay. Um, because there's, I mean, I would, I'll let you right now that like there is information that you could have gotten from other things if you use a perception check. Okay. Yeah. You still got the information you need, but there are other routes that like, if you, when you see somebody, you're like, oh, I'm going to do a, you know, does he look interesting or, you know, cause you, you like study, finally study somebody is different than just like looking at mannerisms while talking like, you know, passively. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Good to know. Um, that's it for our first session in Greystock's manor, part of a yet unnamed overarching campaign. Uh, join us in a couple weeks as we pick up again. Um, join us on Twitch. We're on the Twitches now, so plus one to gaming on Twitch. Head over to plus one to gaming.com. Subscribe to our newsletter for updates on new posts and discussions. That's all for this week, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm going to hit stop.